0: Do you hear that? That is the sound of antibiotics. Because I'm taking antibiotics. Because of Richard. Today, on Silly Little Ding Dongs, we're going to talk about Richard. Richard is a cat. I guess you'd say he's my cat, but I don't really see me as owning him. If anything, it's the other way around. And Richard is very top of mind for me right now because this week he maimed me. He lashed out. He bit me, scratched me really hard on my hand. And this isn't new or novel behavior for him. He regularly will beat the shit out of me. But he did get it really deep this time. He bit or scratched very deep. And within 12 hours, my hand was red. It was swollen. I don't go to the doctor for any old thing because I live in America. So it's $25,000 for them to dispense like two Advil to me. But within 24 hours, my mom was like, you need to go to the doctor. And she was right. It was red. It was rash. It was moving. And it did hurt. It hurt a lot. So I went to the doctor. They gave me antibiotics. I'm suffering from cat scratch fever. Yeah. Yeah. That's a story, but I'm jacked up on amoxicillin. So unlike the folks on the Oregon Trail that got it and just died. You know, do you think anyone took a cat on the Oregon Trail? How would that work? If you're transporting your family like a thousand miles in a wagon, theoretically you're going slow enough that the cat could walk beside you. But that's the thing about cats. They don't care what you want to do. They're like, well, I'm going this way. So how did cats get to California? Why am I assuming cats originated on the east coast because i'm assuming cats immigrated from europe like domesticated cats because in my head i'm imagining cats domesticating themselves around a fire in scotland or england because that's where my fucking 23andme ancestry came came back like lisa you are a part of the problem i don't know where cats are from. I have the... uh, uh, Hold on. I have a computer. I have the internet. I can learn this information. Just hang tight. I'll find it. Domestic cats wiki. Great. Look at this. Full Wikipedia article. Domestication of the cat. God, this website. Stunning. Jesus Christ. Okay. Getting some answers already. There are different lineages of domesticated cat that come from Europe, China, Central Asia, Southern Africa, Middle East. Okay, but where is North America? You know what? I'm getting lost. I accept the things that I just, I don't know where cats came from. If you wanted to immigrate from the East Coast to the West Coast on the Oregon Trail and your family had a cat in Pennsylvania and you said we're going to take the next three to five years and lose two to four children maybe and all get in this wagon and go to California do you take the cat with you yes or no can you imagine these people just got in a wagon they didn't have any wikipedia articles to read they just go down to the general store and be like can I look at the almanac today what the fuck (laughs) God, I would have died 25 miles outside of town. Not from natural causes. I absolutely would have been murdered by my group. They would be like, you haven't shut the fuck up for two days. We've gone 20 miles in two days. You've told us every story that's ever happened to you. We have to kill it with fire. <laughs> I have this joke with my friends. Anytime we go anywhere, I'm like, I wonder if they're going to charge us annoyance tax, which is just when they bring the bill, they add a line item and make up a number and they're like, you were super annoying, so you owe us more money. Annoyance tax. I would definitely be charged annoyance tax on the Oregon Trail and it would probably cost my life. I have a lot of thoughts about the Oregon Trail, actually. I think about the Oregon Trail a lot because what blows my mind about it is that they could stop at any point. If you were really worn out on the trail. What was stopping you from finding a nice grassy knoll and a river and being like, here looks as good as any other. Unload the wagon. Let's, we're home. What stops you from doing that? I get that you want to arrive in California. You have buddies there. You've probably sent letters to people. You've made plans. You're like, someone told me there's gold in the river. Yeah, okay, sure. But if the treatment for your broken leg is to hobble on it and die, wouldn't you rather just stop in Oklahoma? I don't know. I have questions. Lots of things to hit up Wikipedia for today. Anyway, sorry, back to the point. Cats, Richard, er, or hold on. Before I get off Wikipedia, I want to do one quick plug for Wikipedia. I'm obsessed with this website. I love Wikipedia. I am a super user of Wikipedia. I'm like broke right now and I donate money to Wikipedia every month because guys, come on. This is so cool. We have a wizard at our fingertips and We all made it together. I mean, I haven't contributed anything to Wikipedia ever, but Wikipedia is user generated. That's so cool. You want to know anything? I just wrote into the internet, cats, domestication, wiki. Okay, actually, now that I'm hearing myself say it, of course, it pulled up a Wikipedia article for that. But it's cool that somebody took the time to write an article about the domestication of cats. That's so cool. One thing I think Wikipedia really has going for it is the lo-fi design of this website. It objectively looks like shit. Or let me rephrase. It doesn't have all the bells and whistles. All the websites today are mixing serif, sans-serif fonts, and they're doing strange indentations, using shapes and drop shadows, and a lot of design aesthetics set loose in the marketplace, in real life, online. Wikipedia just never gave up on Ariel. Damn. It kind of works, though, because I trust it more for that reason. The shittier this website looks, the simpler this website looks, the more I'm like, oh, yeah, this must be the thing. People that publish PhD dissertations and research and papers and stuff, I have a feeling that they don't spend a lot of time worrying about fonts and spacing and whatever. I think they just throw the text out there and they're like, the content speaks for itself. Wikipedia does this, too. All I'm trying to say is I trust wikipedia which is ironic because it was the information equivalent of aids when we were growing up so amazing that now i'm like well you know what does the user generated content say time is a circle guys right back where we started which is cats lisa hurry the fuck up talk about richard okay richard is my cat i love him very much I got him 16 months ago. I saw like a person who has a toddler who's like, oh, my child is 27 weeks. Girl, what? But I did. I got him a little over a year ago. Richard is a ragdoll cat. Nice, big, shaggy cat. He is seven or eight years old when I adopted him. I'm skeptical that that was his actual age because he behaves like a much younger cat sometimes. Because you guessed it, Richard is a silly little ding-dong. This cat is... Off the charts, ding dong. I love him so much and I laugh so hard, but Jesus Christ, rehabilitating him and helping him walk away from a life of sin almost put me in my grave. So let me tell you about Richard. I adopted him on a whim. I've wanted a cat for years and I was living in upstate New York and it just felt like the right time. I went into the shelter and I was like, hi, I'm here to see the cats because I really want to adopt one. And something weird about me, I really like old cats. They're so sweet. They're so nice. I love their energy. So that's what I was looking for. And I went in there and I was petting the different cats and I just, you know, he seemed nice. the The reason I picked Richard was aesthetic more than anything. He checked three boxes for me. He was older. He's like a grown cat, you know, seven, eight years old. He's fluffy, and he's kind of fat. I was like, great, good, checking all the boxes. So I was like, hey, I would like to adopt this cat. And they were like, great, you can literally take him today. And I was like, what? The minute I said, I want to adopt this cat, I was like, oh, no, I don't. I take it back. So I had to make up some excuse about how I had to prepare my home for the cat or whatever. (laughs) The woman at the shelter, I could tell she was like, you're kind of overthinking this, but sure. So I made a plan to come back in a couple days to collect him. Between saying I was going to adopt him and actually adopting him, I went back and forth with myself. I was like, should I, shouldn't I? Ugh, I just, I could not make up my mind. I figured whatever I decided, I owed it to them, the folks running the shelter, to tell them in person. As I drove to the shelter, I fully intended to tell them, I'm not doing this. I, I'm i sorry, that was hasty, I can't do it. But I get in there and I see him again. And I mean, they knew what they were doing. They were like, do you want to hold him for a little bit? So I did, and I was like, okay, fuck. I had no backbone about it. My heart just melted. And I was like, I'm taking the cat, (laughs) taking the cat. And so I adopted him that day, got him in the car, took him home, took him home, let him out. The next couple of days were a unique level of hell. He's a nice cat. He's kind of frisky. He's scratching me and hissing at me. And I'm like, that's okay. That's par for the course. He's an adult cat. He needs to get comfortable he's doing this really strange thing though where he makes biscuits the way cats do with their front paws the kneading but he's also doing it with his back legs at the same time and I was really keen to ascribe cute qualities to him because I wanted to love him so I was like oh my god what an adorable baker what a great little biscuit baker but it was weird because he did this almost every waking second of his life he was either Eating or sleeping or baking biscuits. That's it. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Eating, sleeping or toileting, which was him spraying my home. This was stressful. I was trying to be understanding because I was like, I get it. It's his new home. He has to figure things out. But I was like, this behavior cannot continue. I was living in a home that had just been renovated from a hoarding situation. I personally had just scrubbed a tremendous amount of urine out of these floorboards. I I could not tolerate the idea that just as I had finished removing all of the waste an animal or human can make from this home a new layer of it is applied. And that was absolutely intolerable to me. The stress was doubly compounded by the fact that this house has baseboard heaters. Those are those heaters that are, it's what it sounds like, it's at the baseboard. They're ugly. They're fugly. But if you're going to heat your house with gas, it's the only way to do it. So voila. What happens if a cat sprays a baseboard heater? Do you vaporize piss all over your home? It's, it was a nightmare. This is all I'm trying to say. It was a nightmare. I was so stressed. I could not stop crying because the stress was insane. I felt like I had to watch him every second of every day. So I observed this biscuit making nonstop. And I was trying to love him. I was trying to be patient. I was trying to figure out a way to make it work. And so I was ascribing good vibes to the biscuit making. About 48, 72 hours in of him being home, I've experienced a full range of emotions. I've drank a bottle of vodka already. I've cried. I've called everybody I know. I've written 30 to 40 pages in my diary. I've done everything I know how to do to cope. He's doing the biscuit making, and I suddenly realized there's a slight motion to his back that he's kind of in a rhythm with it in a way that I hadn't observed before, And something just popped up in my mind. It was that scene from Bridesmaids where the one character is describing her life living with teenage boys. And she says, I cracked a blanket in half. And suddenly I understood what all of the strange little spots on my blankets were. Something in my subconscious reached up in that moment and said, Open your eyes. See this for what it is. An instantaneous revelation that I was like, what? He's, he's sinning. I grabbed him. I flipped him over. And there, it I'm like upset thinking about it right now. There was his little ding Oh, the horror. Disgusting. I was just, I screamed. I didn't know what to do. I was like, this cat is f- pleasuring himself pissing across my home what i just it was my heart is beating fast thinking about it right now the horror of that moment is burned into my brain when i realized what was happening i wanted to lock the doors with richard inside burn the house down and start all over on everything i was like i need a new life i need I I need everything to change. But I didn't do that. I locked him in a room. I went outside. I cried some more. I called my friend. I was like, I can't do this. And she was like, yeah, definitely not. You can't have a feline sex offender in your house with you. You can't do this. She was like, call the shelter and explain what's happening. So I called the shelter. And as soon as I got on the phone with them, I didn't know how to say it. So I just posted it as a question. I said, is this cat? This cat is neutered, Right. And she said, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I was like, okay, like, are you sure, really? And then I explained what was happening. And she said, well, he was neutered, but (laughs) here it comes. He was neutered, but what the hell could possibly be behind that? And here's what it was. He was neutered, but he only had one ball. I was like, babe, you missed one. I (laughs) felt like I was going crazy because when I adopted him, they were like, he's neutered. I had the paperwork and everything to show for it. And it was random that I even asked. I just didn't know how to start the conversation. So that's how I started it. Yes, but he's a one bald cat. And you know what? I'm glad that we had the conversation that way because that was a little crack in the darkness and a ray of hope shot through. I was like, oh, well... We just have to go get the other one. She was like, yeah, we can try, but we might never find it. That was hard for me to understand. I was like, what do you mean? And she was just like, the vet looked. They put him under. They were planning to neuter him. They literally just couldn't find it. Like, we had to stop operating on him at a certain point or he was going to die Because I guess they don't intubate a cat when they give it anesthesia. So there's nobody breathing for it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm resisting the urge to hit Wikipedia again. I'm not going to do it. For one reason or another, she was like, we may not ever be able to find the rogue testicle. And so I was like, but can we try? And she was like, yes. So we put together a plan of action for what we were going to do. And I take him back to the shelter and we get him to the vet and the vet is going to operate on him. And hallelujah, God is good. They found his other ball. I'm debating whether or not I tell you the nitty gritty of the actual medical findings because it's a lot. So if you don't want to hear that, just make some loud noises for 20 seconds. His other ball was encased in a ton of scar tissue and it was buried deep inside of his belly. So they really did have to dig around for it. But they found it. They removed it. She said the only way it could be like that is if he had experienced some kind of trauma, which just broke me motherfucking heart. Because I already loved him, even though he was a sex monster spraying my home with his waste. I loved him. We had this little moment right before I took him back to the shelter to start this process where I realized "I I can't get rid of him. Love will do that to you.
1: That's just the
0: way we are. That's just the way humans are. You fall in love with things and you start to make concessions for it. You start to rationalize it. You start to try to figure out workarounds. You Google products called Urine Destroyer 3000. And you read up on cat masturbation. Love does weird things to us. And that's why this is a happy story. They found his rogue ball... He had to stay in horny jail for three to four weeks so that he could process all of the lingering hormones in his body. And now he's free. Now he's not tormented by urges. Think about how it would feel to be a sexually frustrated cat shooting blanks. Ugh, fuck. And ever since then, we've just been two peas in a pod, two little ding-dongs in a pod. And yeah, he doesn't do it anymore. Well, I mean... We've gotten down to two or three times a month. If he's very stressed, if I go on a trip and I come back, he'll instantly do it a couple of times. But let's not throw stones from a glass house. I'm going to let that slide. I can tolerate it. He's my little ding dong. I love him so much. He's still a uniquely unpleasant beast. He's not very friendly. He's not very smart. He's deaf. He's currently battling feline obesity, so he can't exactly groom himself very well, so I have to get involved in all these horrifying ways. I wish I didn't have to, but I do it because I love him. And Richard is so top of mind for me because he hurt me so bad this week. My sister snatched him before he lashed out at her dog, and so he was agitated and in a mood, and when she handed him to me, he completely eviscerated my hand, bit me super deeply, and I had this thing. I got that clearly it was infected and I had to go get antibiotics for it. But what's really stressful about this infection is that it's on the palm of my hand, right where my index finger and my thumb stick out. It's red, it's inflamed. And I think, thanks to Wikipedia, I'm pretty certain I have cellulitis, which is just infection, inflammation of the skin. One of the unique challenges, though, of getting cellulitis on your hand is that. The swelling can block blood flow to your fingers. And then your fingers can actually go necrotic and do gangrene and start rotting off. <laughs> it was like, okay, okay. <laughs> this cat, this cat has already taken my money, my time, my sanity. If he takes my thumb too, I'm getting a bag. He's going in the bag and we're going down to the river. This fucking guy. I love him to death, but if this cat took my opposable thumb on my guitar cord hand, that would absolutely devastate me. Ugh. What would I do? The craziest thing is while I'm saying all this, I know exactly what I would do if he took my thumb. I wouldn't blame him. <laughs> i forgive him there's nothing to forgive he didn't mean it he didn't mean it he was lashing out because he was activated because a dog walked by him and he wanted to swipe at the dog (laughs) i would forgive him
1: this is this is
0: some real stockholm syndrome shit (laughs) i would definitely say the inmates are running the asylum at this point the cat is disfiguring me assaulting me Ruining all of my things. (laughs) Just kill me. Richard, one of these days, I'm going to snap. Let me just say this. I get get why Gypsy Rose's mom started doing it. She was like, I love this girl, but fuck you. (laughs) 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 Okay, calm down. I get it. I get it. Love will make you do crazy things. Love will just drive you insane. And if it doesn't kill you, it'll just take your thumb and index finger instead. (laughs) I wish all people on this earth can find the love that I share with Richard because I've earned it. We worked for it. And you know what? I think he loves me too. (laughs) Probably not as much as I love him, but what are you going to do? All right, that's Richard's story. Thank you for listening. I sure had a lot of fun telling it to you. I'm sorry it's so foul, but keeps life interesting. Someone's got to stir the pot. And to say goodbye, I'm going to play about two minutes worth of a clip of a song that I wrote at the time called My Cat Loves to Masturbate. And I just want to make a quick note about this song before I play it for you. I was trying to organize a song for Maximum Funny, it's not perfectly historically accurate. In this version of the song, he continues to masturbate forever. And in this version of the song, I take him to the vet first before I call the shelter. You know what? I don't know why I'm explaining it so much. It's art, it's my art. I concocted a narrative to bring the concept full circle. Just God damn it, Lisa. Enjoy. Please enjoy the song. Please enjoy the song. Okay, whatever. Bye. Thank you for listening. I love you. I miss you. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.
1: So I took him to the vet and I said, hey, what the fuck is this normal feline behavior? She said, has this cat been fixed? I said, the shelter told me yes. She said, well, there's something I'd wager. This cat has another ball inside Another ball that hasn't been excised And I'm not saying the shelter lied But this cat is super horny So she put him under and cut him out His hormones would eventually come down I called the shelter and told them what she found And they said we thought this cat only had one ball We weren't trying to deceive you We understand If you can't deal with it at all You can bring him back If you need to I looked him deep in the eyes I said you're a mess But you're mine The vet said the humping would subside. But oh, it's been a few weeks. He still enjoys his special times. So I guess I have a cat that's shooting blanks.